0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Episode 9 of the Scale Your Life Podcast. Today, I have a special guest, Ryan Kelly of REMAX Eclipse and Motto Mortgage Direct. Correct. And And uh, I'm super excited to have Ryan on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Uh, we've got a chance to uh, talk a little bit off the air here, and uh, we're already kind of getting into it. So <laughs> I'm excited to see where this goes today. Um, it's pretty crazy, man, that um, we're talking... We've never met no. until today, but we we've been posting on this for what the last couple of days and stuff. I've got like eight or nine messages on people that uh, I didn't even know were mutually connected yeah. through, I and then your
1: friends mutually connected, which is nice. It you know, helps <laughs> promote and um, hopefully get our message across even further. Yeah, because those people already kind of know us, and it's nice.
0: So it's cool, man. It, it's nice to meet you. Uh, I'm excited to do this today. I wanted to. Definitely hear uh, about your businesses um, and how you got into them and stuff, but first just wanted to hear y- your story, like what's your background, where are you from, um, I, I have a little bit of, of knowledge on that, but would like to hear more myself. So.
1: Yeah, man, so it's, I, uh, where I'm from, I bounced around from state to state, Ohio, Michigan, Ohio, Michigan, with families, uh, with my family, um, majority of my family both live in each state, and I finally settled down in Lake Orion, Uh, I graduated from Lake Orion in 2005, and got a small scholarship to play at a no-name school in Ohio uh, to play football, and I thought, I was like, okay, cool, like, I made it first one in my family, the right family to go to college, I think I'm doing the right thing, right, and um, I wasn't, I, I didn't feel I felt out of place there, right? So, I loved playing football, that was it. I didn't care about school, I didn't. I, I only got into college because I was of somewhat athletic, right? Yeah. It was a small division two school. And so, after my first year, things were going really well, grades were not, um, and so I went to my coach, I said, hey, I can't afford to be here. Um, I'm gonna need some more money, I need more scholarship money, and I guess that with the NCAA, they will, with the NCAA rules, you can't give more money in season. Okay. So as soon as I heard that, I was like, That's my app. Awesome. See ya. So then I left. <laughs> and I literally left the next day. Like I didn't say anything, packed my room, my cousin came and picked me up and I was You gone. you had already made that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed that I just needed that okay, right? And but, looking back, maybe I shouldn't have done it that way. Yeah. Um, but where I'm at now maybe it was the right decision, I don't know. Um, so once I got back, I floundered around. I I had no direction, zero. Um, I came back. Uh, the parents kind of gave me the boot. I was living on my cousin's bedroom floor. Yeah. Uh, for a while, and I went to uh, Western one weekend, and I ended up staying like two months. <laughs> like, oh boy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I was, a, I was just a mess. Yeah,
0: I've been there for a, a weekend or two. Yeah. I, I can't imagine. It two was months. A, Dude, It was a mess. <laughs> I was, it was just.
1: It was. I mean, it was fun looking back. You know, I, I learned some things and what not to do um but once i kind of figured out my life i met this kid named matthew green um a little funny story but he and i met it was my buddy's roommate western um he was kind of in the same position i was when i was at Tiffany university you know how and we ended up joining the military together. I'm like this buddy program and never talked to each other. Once we left, <laughs> like, yeah, we're like, yeah, we're going to be boys forever. Like, and it was funny. We that never spoke <laughs> to them. We both like signed paperwork and we were gone. Um, so the military thing, um, I left Valentine's day, I think 2007. Okay. Um, yeah, 2007. And I didn't know what to expect to join the Navy. Um, did okay on my ASVAB. They put me in like the medical field, so I was a corpsman is a technical term. Yep. Um go through school, uh kinda of liking it. I liked the routine. Like I didn't like it. It was good for me, for my mind. Yeah. But I didn't like the physicality of it, because right? mm-hmm. I was just I was like, ah I did the football thing, this is BS, this is lame, like we had to do twenty push ups, big deal, like there's kids crying in the corner for him. you know, like <laughs> it was just really lame, a really yeah. lame experience. For me personally. Um, but once I got, once I graduated boot camp, I was sent to uh, Great Lakes, Illinois. Okay. That's where our A school is. And that's where we learn the medical stuff, right? So we spent a couple months there. And uh, we just that was cake. Uh, so we get orders. And my first orders are to National Naval Medical Center in Bethesda, Maryland. I uh, get uh, flown out there can't remember when. Um, but I get st- uh, stuck, which I thought stuck, uh, in the intensive care unit.
0: Okay. You felt like, oh, I don't want to be here.
1: Yeah. I was like, I didn't know if I was going to like this much. And then I get thrown in the intensive care unit. And I understood that when soldiers, Marines, whomever get injured, they go to Germany for a hot second, then they get flown to the ICU at National Naval Medical Center. Okay. So these guys were literally showing up with like ACE bandages and missing legs. Like that was it. And then they get the rest of the treatment there. Wow. So, that was ended up probably being the best time in my life, though. The stuff I got to learn, the stuff I was able to do, um, working night shift, they, it's a little bit more relaxed, the more civilian nurses on night shift, so they let you kind of get hands on more. So the stuff I was able to do um, was awesome, and that led me to wanting to go Greenside, which we call, uh, which is like going with Marines, right? Okay. So I was just in the Navy, I was in the Navy hospital, yeah, and then <clears throat> I had an option to go Greenside, so that was which is considered 8404 is the code. Okay. So I get sent out to Camp Pendleton, and that's where we learn, like, the more emergent stuff, right? So someone gets shot, someone gets blown up. How do we treat that? And that's a couple months long, and I get my orders, and I'm sent to 3rd Marines in Hawaii. Cool, right? Not so much. <laughs> like, Hawaii was cool, right? But our rotations and the training was a lot because they're we so close to uh, the Middle East, from Okay. There, which I didn't okay. understand at the time. So yes, I
0: didn't understand that either. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, it, it was a, it was a lot. I've done a lot, and once I went to the Green Side, like that was that was the best time of my life. The friends I made. Uh, I was uh, deployed to Afghanistan. I was first sent to send in Afghanistan with an artillery unit. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty cool. We're a little far away from the fight. Um, big howitzers, it pulls string and the rounds go, nineteen, twenty-two miles, right? And so that's cool. It's cool to watch, but we're not really there. Um, and then one of my buddies got injured, sent back, uh, he was a fellow corpsman, and so I volunteered to take his place in Kajaki, Afghanistan, which was really hot at the time. What, uh, what year was that? Uh, 2010. Okay. Um, yeah, 2010, May, to, uh, May 2010. So um, I volunteered to take his spot. I was talking to Dr. Lozardo via email, because the way it's set up there is, they have an IBC, which is independent corpsman, it's like a chief, the guy that's... Done extra, extra, extra school. Not a doctor though. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was wanted to get in the shit and like wanted <laughs> to do that, you know. And yeah. so I thought it was a really cool idea, and they let me go, which is cool. So I was a senior line corman for uh, Echo Battery in Kajaki, um, and so we, you know, have two corpsmen. We go on patrols and you know play nice, meet the kids, and within my first twenty four hours, I was in my first firefight, wow. and I would, didn't know what to do, like. Looking back on it, I think I held my own pretty well, um, but I, it was just a whole different world. I went from hospital to training to deploying, which was fine because we weren't really in anything because we were big guns shooting far away. Yeah. Then my, within 24 hours, i went my first firefight. So Holy crap. Um, that was cool. I was mean, like, looking back, it was cool. Thank God nothing happened to me. Uh, we had, uh, I think, a total of 13 casualties, one KIA. It was a tough deployment. Um, and fast forwarding through that, I was talking to my now wife, yeah. um, you know, like our plans, what are we going to do? Right, like, and I didn't want to be in the military anymore. After that, I was done. Mm-hmm. Like, not because I was scared, but I just didn't have the want to, to retire and do that whole, what we call lifer thing. Just, I didn't want to do it. Okay. Um, cause if I did stay, I know. I would have went back. Like, that was just my mentality. I didn't have kids. Like, it didn't matter to me. Like Sure. And now, kind of get into that how things changed mentally for me. But, I didn't care. Yeah. I wasn't scared to die. I didn't want to die, but I didn't care. So, I knew that if I wanted to make her happy and come back home, do the right thing, like, I'd had to come home. So, I did. And then I got out. Um, once I got out, um, through my transitioning of getting out, I started applying to colleges. So okay. I did to stay in a state of medical career. Um, so I applied to Oakland University, Wayne State, Central, uh, U of M, um, and I think Northwestern. I'm not sure. I got accepted to all of them, but to Oakland and Northwestern. Okay. I chose to go to Wayne State because it was close. Um, okay. So I did that. And I went through... I was on a fast track program. I was two years into it, and um, I found real estate. So, in, um, in the middle <laughs> of your medical <laughs> yeah, program. <laughs> like I <this>, yeah, like <laughs> the whole thing shifted. And the reason why... I, my mother and stepfather, I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. um, have a beautiful home in Bloomfield Hills. They were talking about selling it. I'm seeing dollar signs. Yeah. Right? Because it's on TV. These guys make a ton of money, right? So I'm yeah, like, okay. the, the million dollar. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, these guys <laughs> yeah. make 180 grand in one deal in their underwear in the living room. I'm like, holy, yeah. oh, That's know, pretty I mean, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'll get licensed. Let me sell it. They said, okay. Well, they never sold. It. Okay. And so within me getting my license, meaning... Uh, my first mentor, Levin Wood, okay. um, also business partner now, uh, he and I came really close. Okay. And that's when real estate just kind of happened. So my lead up to that was kind of all over the place. Lost college, sports, parties, like the whole nine. Sure. Um, and it was fun. A lot of lessons learned. Um but yeah, I and mean, that's that's kind of how real estate happened. It just kind, of, it just happened. Like okay. it wasn't anything I was interested in. It wasn't anything I was searching for. Um, outside of when my parents said they're getting ready to sell their home, and okay, I was just trying to get rich quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and you know? uh,
0: I think we probably both know how, how that works. Yeah, so it doesn't. It, it doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not at all. Yeah. So so that was that was Plan A, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Plan A didn't work out no. with selling that home. No. So uh, is that when you started Remax Eclipse? No. Like so officially? No,
1: no. So when I got licensed, because I didn't know anything, I sent a resume okay. to a bunch of brokerages. Okay. Okay. R- retrospect, you don't need to do that. Just get licensed find a place where you work, sure. where you want to work, and they'll hire you. you know, anybody. Most any brokerage will hire anybody.
0: Because it's ten ninety nine pretty Correct. much, right?
1: Right. As long as you're a good person, good character. Yeah. This kind of stuff we look for and obviously they gotta fit but like it's not like a resume interview, interview 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 right so it's different yeah yeah it's a lot different and um i didn't know so i got an email back from eco realty eco realty. Okay. He's an independent um will krieger was his name he's a veteran and he okay was working there under leavenwood at the time okay and he was a fellow veteran they came in I'll take care of my wing. Sure. Let's do this rock and roll. I loved it. So I went there.
0: Yeah, because he felt like, all right, I can relate to that. Exactly. This person can figure it out. I probably <laughs> can too, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. And he did. and He was doing okay. Um, and so then, Leather and I, who was the broker there, um, got pretty close. He's, okay. He's, kind of, he's a different personality than me. I didn't know how to take him at first. Um, but we ended up being very good friends. And... A year or so goes by, and he brings up this idea of getting into franchise. Okay. And I, I just blurred I want to, literally how it went. Sure. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, and so he was yeah. like, oh man, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, so and I didn't have any money. Yeah. I had zero money. I had nothing. Okay. Um, but I figured I'd be able to figure it out. Mm-hmm if not, then, okay, whatever. I'll figure something else out. But, so, REMAX comes into play. Okay. Sit down with REMAX, um, Doug Seeley was the gentleman that sold the first franchise to Levin and I. And it just ended up working. And, you know, we took Levin, I was new to the franchise, but Levin took a big hit. Because when we went from independent... No fees, nothing. Yeah. A lot of part time people. Yep. To now we have a name brand and we got some overhead. Yeah. A lot of people drop off. Okay. They weren't, it wasn't used to it. So it was a big learning curve from having, I think he had like 25 agents at the time to like seven once we went to Remax. It was a huge hit. Sure. Not cheap.
0: Plus, probably doing way more on the back end of things. Exactly. Yeah, man. uh, So
1: it was, it was, it was tough for him and I was just learning. So I didn't, I didn't understand. The vastness of it, like I was just say, okay, we own a business now. This yeah. gonna be great. You didn't know what you didn't know. No, yeah, so, which
0: can be helpful. <laughs> yeah, well, I agree, one hundred
1: percent. So, and maybe part of the reason why he brought me on subconsciously or mm-hmm. consciously because I didn't know anything. Yeah, and he could guide me yeah. the right way, or not. I don't know. I'll never know, but it's working out great so far. So, um, so yeah, so the franchise started work and. Started drawing. That was in Madison Heights. It was okay. The first office. Madison Heights. Yep. All right. right by Green Lantern Pizza. Yep. Over there. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, I want it. Like, for real, for real. I want an office. Yeah. And he said, okay. And I was like, oh, shit, okay, let's do this. So yeah. we started contemplating where. Um, we were, then we finally narrowed it down to West Bloomfield and Waterford. Okay. And I started looking at transactions and volume. And just the numbers, because West Bloomfield much higher rent. Yeah. Waterford not so much, right? So I noticed that the volume and transaction were almost even. Wow. So I'm thinking, okay, if I'm going to do this cautiously, strategically, mm-hmm. and the end results are the same, volume, volume, transaction less, yeah. wise, am I going to take a risk at almost nothing a month or five grand a month? Yeah. Well, let's start off here and see how it goes. And so that's how it was. And we found this 1,000, 1,200 square foot shell mm-hmm. and just kind of roll with it. It was, it was okay. It was in a strip mall. Like yeah. was, I was very proud. Um, yeah,
0: because it's your office. It's my baby right? now, right? And, and, I, I feel you on that. Right. I
1: sometimes miss it. Yeah. Um, And I drive by it and sometimes I'm like, oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I do the same thing <laughs> you know? with...
0: Uh, uh, with one of our first offices. Actually my not even our business now, but the uh the one prior. Yeah. And uh, the place smelled like a toilet. <laughs> 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 I, it had like a, probably a, a gas oh crap. Did this just go out? Hold on a second. There we go. Come back. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah it, it must have had like a gas leak, not a leak, but like something coming through the, right. the toilet, right, right. which is nasty, but, um, it is what it is.
1: Yeah. So, so we did that. Um, and, uh, what a lot of people don't know, my close friends do. I have a lot of close friends that I lean on all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. Okay. Um, Bill Garner is one of my yeah. very close friends and I no think you Bill. know him, right? Yep. Um, Ryan, Good dude. Ryan Allison I went to high school with him he's an investor he works for us at Remax like uh, he's kind of like uh, my my uh, he's like my little not little he's bigger than me but he's like uh, he's like my my Sherpa like when I need some like just like just somebody to kind of ground me and like yeah. listen and then like be real reasonable and mm-hmm. real like straight me I, I go to him because he's very knowledgeable he's, he did very well on the east coast with some uh, car dealerships and some other things, but what a lot of people don't know is that uh, to open that office, I literally took every penny I had, and it was like 1200 bucks. Like, yep. that's it. And yep. it was my fun for the wedding, it was fun for all this stuff, like, it wasn't anything. And my wife wanted to kill me. <laughs> well, my fiance at the time, right, time, she wanted to murder me, okay? But she was cool with it, but Eventually. she believed in you, and that's huge. And that's one thing yeah. I tell everybody I talk to, and I'm assuming you you have the same support it's like if you don't have that support at home uh-uh. don't get involved with anything until that's like 100 percent locked in and the reason why some people might disagree but it's already hard enough starting things out and then Absolutely. to go home to fight about trying to start something like it's just not good yeah. right so having that support at home is like a must so when i spent all that money and she ended up being cool with it i was like okay yeah this is gonna be all right I, I couldn't agree more mm. on
0: the, uh, the home front and it's, um, you know, I mean, we, we do recruiting, uh-huh. you know, for, that's what we do right. and you can't necessarily ask all these questions like within an interview about people's family life and, and stuff like that. And Hey, I, I think that everyone can work with, with what they have. Like you can use adversity to shape your future, yeah. uh, and move towards a positive way, but one of the biggest things that I look at, and I think the hardest things to overcome, is um, what's going on at home. If it's if it's negative, if you're in a negative moment, um, or you have like some people in your life that are friends or something like that, it's kind of easy to, to it's easier to make a decision to like I'm I'm going to shift. I'm I'm mm-hmm. they're going right, and I'm going to go left, mm-hmm. uh, and get on a new path, but couldn't be more important like your partner at home is a big part of your success because that is your support system right. and we all struggle with, with self-doubt mm-hmm. uh go through challenges every day mm-hmm. um are gonna have wins losses no matter what you see on social like everyone's struggling with with, with something
1: it's, it's funny you say that Sorry for cutting you off, but it's, I was thinking the same thing on my way here because yeah. I thought the social media stuff would come up too. Yeah. Because it's all, yeah, you have to do it. But it's as far like nobody will ever see the losses. Like every once in a while, I'll try to post, like I I've, I try to post some things that weren't great. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, people only want to show the good. Correct. But they don't see the 15 losses before that one good thing. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? It's tough. Yeah. But to the support thing, that's why you got to have that in the backbone.
0: It's, it's just huge because if you're if you're going through that in your head, and um, I, I think even if you have a good circle to kind of bounce those things off mm-hmm. of, you still you only have so many people, right. right? But you're gonna spend a lot of time with your significant other mm-hmm. or um, yeah yeah whoever you're living with, right? And m- man, if that's not a relationship that where you build each other up, uh, support each other, and not that you're perfect you don't right. have any fights or disagreements or what right. like you said like moments where like hey Ryan is this the right thing for us right. to put this whole 1200 right. in right. it's it's not like I don't want it to come off that way and I'm no. glad you kind of said it that yeah. way because like just because someone you have a supportive partner or you guys build each other up or whatever it doesn't mean you don't ever disagree oh. or have a tough moment or feel frustrated that, like, oh, I wish they supported me this way on this. Like, like you still have that. Um,
1: correct. And I think the best way to keep that momentum going forward, regardless of the disagreements, fights, I mean, I've had many fights with my wife. mm -hmm. Um, But as long as you can start off from the beginning on a solid foundation, meaning, like, goals. Yeah. And you both can reflect and be like, okay, this is why. Correct then I think that's kind of where arguments can stop because we both understood from the beginning Mm -hmm. where this train was heading. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, who who knows? This could all go away tomorrow for me. I don't know. But what I do know is that I have support and Mm -hmm. that's my two daughters and my wife are why I do what I do. Yeah. Period. You know what I mean? And so once we kind of got over those hurdles and the money was spent, Mm -hmm. the fights had been had, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) Because it was a big deal and neither of us came for money. Yeah, like twelve hundred bucks is a lot. Of like looking back, it's like, oh man, I was stressing over twelve hundred. Yeah, but it was a ton of money. Like it was everything. Right, and and I know yep. we probably share kind of the same sentiment starting some things off, and and it was a big big deal. But um, I had made her do it again <laughs> <laughs> after we so so the Remax franchise. Yeah, um, and it ended up going pretty well. We yeah, we met some good people, and I, I don't know how It works with your company, but when Ryan Kelly, who's a nobody, calls these agents that are selling homes left and right, mm-hmm. trying to hey, come work with me. Yeah, like, who the hell are you and why are you calling? Yeah, like that was hard, that was yeah. a very hard thing. So, I think that also helped motivate me and my cousin, and I, who was working with me too and helped out tremendously with recruiting and just being there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: helped me motivate, and we he and I were doing 30 40 homes a year, yeah. So, it was able, so we were able to kind of catch up quick, learn quick because. One, we had support, but two, we were looking at the people that were doing it right and what they were doing and then just trying to mimic them. That was it.
0: Trying to model it. That
1: was Uh it. So once we started getting a name for ourselves, excuse me, those phone calls became a lot easier. Mm -hmm. And then the social media stuff came in and we were doing things a little different and you know, some people liked it, some people didn't. Some videos we do look like more like music videos than anything, but we didn't care. It It was just getting us out there some way, some shape or form and different. Yeah. Um tastefully, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't care. We just had to do something different. And we knew, you know, the older agent that's been doing it for twenty five years isn't doing this. Right. Yeah. But how You're do doing I something different. Right. So yeah. how but and also like how do we cut into that inertia that they've built. hmm Right. And so we just figured it's getting our faces everywhere as much as we could with with the money that we had at the time to do it. Yeah. And that's kind of where James Cook um, with Cook Productions came involved. And just an amazing videographer. He tours with Shaq, like with Khalil. Wow. Like he does music festivals, but he's really good at real estate stuff too. And uh, Billy ended up just finding him one day on Instagram. I hit him up and my first million dollar listing. Um, I called him and said, hey, and this was before he got big, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, man, I need you to help me out with this. And ever since we we're boys now, we're really, okay. really good friends. He's he's a good dude. Um, so yeah, so real estate started picking up. Offices are running, and um, we move our office from that our first office to a, a second building yeah. in Waterford. And again, we crew it strategically. It was a very small office, and but we knew that one of the hallways were drywalled, so yeah. we could expand without moving again. So it was we could bingo. knock it down and yeah, bingo. Yeah, so yeah. so and there were some real estate attorneys back there.
0: Which is smart. That's a smart move for, like, don't take too much office space, mm-hmm. especially when you're starting. Like, if you've got a proven business model, you might be able to do that. But you want to – I started the same way as you. I but, wanted to
1: force myself to grow. Yeah. Or be forced out of the space because Correct. I was growing.
0: And, it, it, and that's, like, so it, that's a perfect scenario where you can take a small space mm-hmm. and then have first rate right of refusal or something if there's another space right exactly. next to it. That you can just knock down a wall and – Keep going. Exactly, and that, and that was
1: beautiful, and I'm so glad we were fortunate enough to find it. And so after about a year, we almost ended our lease. We ended up telling them, like, listen, man, if we don't do this, we're gone. Yeah. And and they wanted. I was to hoping it. It. I was hoping they wouldn't call my bluff because we didn't have anywhere to go. But <laughs> yeah. so I, I didn't want to wait anymore. Like I need the space. We're growing offices, so, so we went from like seven agents. And I had a lot of help. This wasn't all just me, but I but we went from seven agents to like fifteen agents. Now we're really I think almost fifty now with the three oh. offices, and we've only had the Remax franchise. We're now for five years. We just renewed our agreement with them. Okay. So we're growing pretty well, not as well as we'd want to, um, but I think that's just any mindset of somebody oh. trying to grow. It's never going to be uh, good. I'm
0: I'm with you on that. And it's, it's uh, it's it's cool to like people the growth is cool or, or too. people we pat st- pat you on the back <laughs> about it, but yeah. you're. Always feeling like man, we have we messed up so many things. <laughs> like, right, right. like uh, no, but that's just a part of it, 100%, right?
1: One hundred percent. And so. on top with, with that, I try to put things in perspective. Mm-hmm. And this, I'm taking this year to try to, to really try to grow personally too, mm-hmm. um, family and everything. Um, I try to before I go to sleep just ask myself like Did I do everything right? And some nights I don't. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit up here or sit here and yeah i did everything i could no sure there's nights i'm like man why was i so lazy what the heck did i do you know and some days i'm like man i crushed it yeah right so it's just trying to be consistent but
0: you're evaluating that that's part of your routine yeah and your habits
1: every day and so but i also think that for guys like myself and you and anybody else that wants to do well in life and grow and help people um it's kind of a double edged sword though too right because you can really get down on yourself even though you had a Oh, a killer day. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh man, I could have done this. I could have. Sometimes it keeps you up. Sometimes you think about it too much. Or sometimes it's like, you know, it, it could make you go crazy, right? So, so we're growing. I'm having these conversations with myself and Levin and my cousin, who've been uh, instrumental with this growth. Mm-hmm. And then you know we're starting to f- gain speed with like good agents now. Finally. Yeah, you know what I mean. Not yep. that the People that joined us first weren't it was, but they were new and they yeah. never sold a house. So we just needed numbers, yeah. right?
0: But you're getting some, some now we're getting a awesome really good team. Yeah,
1: yeah. So now we're getting talent. Now we're cruising, man. Like with three offices and almost fifty agents, and you know, it, I couldn't be more happy or blessed with the people that are in my lives, personally and professionally. And I still learn from everybody around me every single day, which I also think is huge and important to growth. And I know we were talking about that earlier or prior to going on. Um, but so what I giggled about when I said I'd make my wife do it again, yeah, I had an opportunity to buy a title company, yeah. buy into a title company. I didn't have the cash to do it. I had, I didn't. Using the money, I'm using the money for Remax. I mean, I had a little bit of money finally, but I sure, didn't but have sure. you're putting it back into the business. Sure. I didn't have the three hundred plus thousand dollars for my half. Yeah, right to get involved, and so I'm getting pressured. I'm getting pressured from Levin, and I knew it was coming from a good place, but it was really starting to make me upset because I'm like, dude, what do you want me to do? Like, I don't <laughs> have that kind of cash laying around. Yeah. To, you know, so. Finally, I said I woke up and Levin sends me a text and says, hey, he's, he's like, "We got, I think he's like, we got five days to make a decision." And I'm thinking, "Oh, boy, you know,
0: five days to come up with well, this kind of money, right?" So, five hundred grand before tax. Right,
1: right. <laughs> So, so what I decided to do is sell my house.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Nice. I went home. I was like, "Kelsey." We're selling the house, and, that was and you're a, like, and I know how to do that. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and and we just spent two years. We did we did the floors, we painted the oh, kitchen, gosh. like the whole night, right? And
0: she'd look at you like you're crazy. Oh, or? that was bad.
1: That was that was a bad couple of days. And I did run it by my mother. Um, who and I, who, who we never clicked early in okay. my life, but as I got older and kind of understand, because it was a single mom, three kids. No money scenario. And okay. It's just, it wasn't good Yeah, for most of my childhood growing up. And, but as I got older and understand some of the decisions she made and why we were in our certain points of life, it just, we, I grew up and I matured, one. And mm-hmm. two part of it was just letting go of all the BS. But, okay. um, so I would bounce some ideas to her and she thought I should do it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Mom's cool then <laughs> yeah. Let's go. You got one <laughs> vote. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, "That's all I needed." Um, so put the house up for sale, um, cash it out, and the first payment or installment was like a hundred grand, and I'd never really check that. I, I, I never thought I would. Mind you, this You're is like, year four now. This has got
0: too many zeros. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, is this funny for real? Like, this oh, is this about? So
1: I. And this is, mind you, this is now I'm in year four maybe, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And so I don't know anything. I'm yeah. just kind of not floundering. I'm doing well, but... But you're still I'm, learning. I'm four years in the yeah. industry, man. So we sell the house. I write the check to get this bad boy started. And um, we're going through the process. And this was Levin's Baby, okay. the title company. Yeah. I'm just more of a partner. I don't want mm-hmm. really kind of dive into it other than try to help feed business and sell it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he's going through and people are leaving and it was a sinking ship when we bought it too. It wasn't like it was rocking rolling. and rolling. Yeah, no man. Like it was a 50-50 shot that I'm going to be out of a lot of money. Yeah. And so Levin takes it head on and just crushes it. Gets rid of people. People leave. We turn this whole ship around. Yeah. And there's other partners involved that help, but, um, yeah, man, I mean, it was scary. That was, like, the first year was super scary. Like, I'm just spending money, spending money. Uh, and it's not coming and in nothing's coming in yeah. yet, right? and, and also, oh, as yeah. your you know, numbers or money's going in, all you're hearing is bad things about this company that you're involved uh-huh. with now, yeah. right? And not bad because of the people. It just mm-hmm. wasn't run tight. It wasn't yeah. a tight ship, and it was just bad.
0: But things aren't clicking, but the uh, the investments or the... <laughs> The checks that need to go out are still, right. still coming in frequently. Yeah. yeah, man.
1: So, yeah. So finally, um, I have a conversation with Levin. I'm like, "Hey, man, I want to help. Mm-hmm. Like, I want my money back. Like, we gotta figure out a way to do this." Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that kind of kicked things in gear with him because he's like a fa- he's also like a father figure to me, an older okay. brother, right? And I don't know if that kicked things in gear for him to be like. I can't screw this up for this kid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. that's kind of how I feel, so I'm assuming he'd probably feel the same way. Sure. And...
0: Well, I can tell he's like a... You said very, father figure, Yeah, he's but, very important in my life. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you've mentioned him... Yeah. ...throughout the story. I've yeah. uh, given him credit. Yeah. Um, he's,
1: he's a little awkward. He's an acquired taste. Um, that's
0: okay, man. But, <laughs> it's good to have different personalities work together.
1: Exactly. So sure. it was...
0: But he felt that you felt that he felt the uh, yeah. the personal responsibility or whatever you want to call he, it. He
1: said it multiple times that he feels personally responsible for me, um, and the coolest thing about it, I'll, I'll kind of fast forward this title company stuff because I'm not really heavily involved. But the coolest thing about it is it was an astronomical amount of money to be spent on this company. Yeah. And we had to pay it paid off in a year and a half, wow, which was awesome.
0: So all that chaos was going on within that but time.
1: First, like couple months, like it's like <laughs> oh, yeah. it's like the boat was on fire, and someone oh, yeah. just threw gasoline <laughs> on it after we bought it. That's <laughs> it <was> like oh <laughs> great, you know, you know. So, but yeah, so we paid it off in a year and a half, and that's probably the best thing. It is the best thing I've ever outside of family stuff. Mm-hmm. Best thing I've ever done, for sure. Because it's a way better company, really great people. They do really good work. Hard part now is still selling that to the realtors that used to use it before. Gotcha, right? Yep. So that's the hard part now. But I think we're doing a pretty good job of because the numbers keep increasing. I think our December's numbers were up 15% from what the year prior. Okay, so we're, it's in the, the trajectories look in the right direction.
0: So this is I, I, I'm sorry, correct me if I'm wrong, no, no, but no. but this is Mono Mortgage. Direct? No, this is the title company. Model okay. Mortgage hasn't that, come into play that, yet. That, that's yeah. what. I didn't think it was, but I I wanted to ask to yeah, clarify. No.
1: Yeah, so the Remax stuff and the title stuff um, kind of happened within the first three four years, and then um, while that's going on, Lemonwood buys a mortgage company. He's the first franchise of this franchise in the country. Okay. And um, it looks like it's doing good. A lot of money to be made in the mortgage company. Yeah, the mortgage business.
0: Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I mean, we have some, some major players in, in yeah. that industry around here. Oh, so I believe it. Clearly. Yeah. yeah, so
1: so I'm thinking, okay, so this is going pretty decent for him. Um, I mean, he had his struggles, just like anything else you try to open, especially being the guinea pig of this franchise. Right? Yeah. So You said the, the, the first, first one. The first one, yeah. yeah. So um, one day, I think a year maybe into it, he's like, why don't you buy one? Yeah. With what money? you getting the whole conversation. <laughs> you're, good, like, you're making me man, spend dude. all my money. Like, I get my money I mean, back man. and you want to spend it again. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's like it works to my wife. Like, I put, so, so I had this, I think about it for a while and I remember we were sitting at a Pistons game at the, uh, what's his name? Chris, oh, not Chris Rock, Kid Rock. Yeah. His little restaurant in, in there. Okay, yeah. Yep. And we're sitting there and he's like, you just need to do this. And I'm like, Okay, so I text Billy. Yeah. And I said, Hey, man, like I'm thinking about doing this. You want to get involved? No, him getting involved is strategic. Strategic. One, he's my friend. I want to help my friends. Yeah. But two, he owns an insurance company. hmm. When people get homeowners insurance quotes, when buying yeah. a house, yeah, who yeah. do they call? Him. Correct. And then he can sell the second quote, right? So, and we usually beat him up. And so he responded within 15 seconds. Yeah, man, let's roll. So I'm like, okay, this is going to happen. Crap. You know? <laughs> you're like, well, so, here we go. Yeah, and I'm like, here we go again. The whole... So you had to series. go back to your wife again? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this time we had a little bit more money. So she was to, The up. conversation. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't quite the same. No, it wasn't quite... I mean, yeah. she still was like, are you sure? Because it's not cheap buying these franchises. It's not... Nothing's cheap, right?
0: So, yeah. I mean, but, anytime you're spending money like that, mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't value it, regardless if it's, if it's coming in or not, right. like... You're not doing it the right way. If, if there's not some kind of conversation right. on it, but the conversation could change, right? Like Exactly. Hey, this isn't our whole bank account. <laughs> anymore, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so we, so we got, so we did. I did it and flew down to December or the Denver. Okay. In December of eighteen. Okay. And we were the 80th franchise at that point. Okay. So within a couple years, like they were starting to sell some franchises. I was feeling better about the decision I made. Um, but I don't know anything about mortgage. I don't know anything about the company. In hindsight, maybe in a couple of years I'll find out if it was the right decision. So far, everything's going good. Yeah. Um, but there were some really big hurdles not knowing that industry and trying to recruit loan officers and having conversations that I don't know what the heck they're <laughs> talking about. You know what I mean? Like I'm in, the tough, same, I'm in the
0: same boat right, yeah. <laughs> right now with that. So we've launched, uh, IT, it's a division of our company, but we were going to go about it two ways. We were either going to acquire a company, which we looked at a few, um, and didn't feel like we found alignment from a culture and core value standpoint. Mm -hmm. So didn't go that route. Uh, so we went out and headhunted some, um, high level executives, um, and built a team and then put a bunch of resources into that. But, um, you know, we're, we're, I don't, I'm learning, right? And, uh. It's a it's a major investment and, and you're you're doing that and you don't know much about it. Right. Because like, you basically hired the team that they're they're the experts, not me. Uh, my right. job is to facilitate it and bring synergy to what we're already doing and, and, that, right. and help sell if I can right. right. yeah. <laughs> right. so, no, the
1: same thing I feel with the mortgage company. And like I tell I tell everybody once I've finally dialed in my conversations with recruiting loan officers and like yeah. knowing what I don't know. Yeah. I just I t- I basically tell them like Best analogy I could put is like bumpers in a bowling alley. Like, you guys are going to be running your business. I'm here to support you. Need money Correct. for an event? I got it. Yeah. You need me to go on an inter- interview with you with another realtor? Boom, I'm there. It. You know what I mean? Like, so it's Give not. Give them st- the tools, help where you can. Bingo. So, yeah. so we opened up um, Modern Mortgage Direct, and it's in downtown Milford. Um,
0: you guys did some really cool stuff with your rollout and everything. Yeah. Too. So, again,
1: that was a James Cook production. Yeah, the whole. Really week, Really very cool. cool and um and I and with the with the rolling out of the company and the grand opening and we had, you know, 200 plus people there and it was yeah. very cool and we strategically planned it on a Friday cuz every Friday in the summer, excuse me. um in the pavilion that's like literally outside our door. They have yeah. concerts. So yeah. it's like a, it was a no-brainer.
0: <laughs> it's a great area. Right. And I love it. I love yeah. it down
1: there. So we get the franchise, we get the show and, um, I won't name the landlord's name, but he was not very easy to work with. He did not <laughs> want a mortgage company in there. Really? He did not. He what, want, why no why not? traffic. Okay. He wanted some retail, right? Okay. Which is fine. But to kind of support the other businesses as well around exactly. there. Exactly. But I didn't care. Yeah. I wanted this space and I was going to get this space. So Billy and I walked Milford again because there was another office at the, at, uh, the mouth of coming into downtown Detroit or downtown Milford. Milford. Sorry. Okay. Um, and it's too much, too big. The risk for that monthly not was not worth it. Yeah. Right. So we walking around, we finally uh, walk past this space that we had we're in now, and then there's this older gentleman in there, beat up on the ground, like caulking something. And so I walk in there, said, "Hey." Anybody moving? This is before we actually got space, obviously. But, hey, who's moving in here? What's going on? Yada, yada, yada. Uh, we don't know yet. It was like a sandwich shop or someone's going to come in there. And, okay. Um, I'm like, well, that's too bad for them because I want it. And he kind of looked at me and I said, do you know the owner? And he goes, yeah, it's me. And I'm like, oh, perfect. <laughs> so we started talking and he wasn't very – I mean, he was. he was just – Maybe tired. I don't know. But yeah. the conversation didn't go as well as I planned. Like, I was trying to be funny. He wasn't getting my jokes. <laughs> he was, there was nothing going <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, You're like, man, I'm doing so good. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I, not. I, I thought I was on fire. This guy just did not want any part of this conversation. So I keep bugging him, bugging him for a couple months. And so finally agrees, I think just because he was tired of hearing from me and Billy and um, and Levin, and I think he agrees. And he wanted to personal guarantees he wanted all this stuff oh, yeah. like just just and that just digs me in even deeper because i personally mm-hmm. guaranteed it couldn't sign with my LLC. the guy didn't want any part of that yeah billy and Levin, for whatever reasons didn't want any part of that because they have other things going on yeah. with insurance and i've stuff. been there all Right. so i, I just, just
0: got off my personal guarantees like two years ago oh you did yeah That's i mean scary. i i well i first first had them for the leases mm-hmm. uh and then for our, our lines of credit. Mm-hmm. And I had to, you know, you gotta show, like, yeah, man. you like, trust <laughs> yeah, me, yeah. I get yeah. it. And I'm
1: like, so I'm personally guaranteed for how much again? And he's like, tells me, I'm like, oh boy, Yeah, because okay. it's
0: not like the, it's the whole shebang of the lease. Right, I mean, yes. You guys got a five, five year lease, yeah, five, five years. S- 60 months, <laughs> so.
1: Exactly, and especially when it's, you know, three, $5,000 a yeah. month, right? Yeah, yeah. So,
0: um, I, I feel I like I've, I've been in that uh, <laughs> that looking at that paperwork and it's like oh okay
1: <laughs> I hope this works <laughs> that's all I can say right so yeah. we finally get the space and we build it out and um, through the process we're talking to people and again I my I say I but also subconsciously saying we are so fortunate to have the people within the walls of our. Companies, yeah. because there's no there's no way this yes. would work without them. Period. Like we had bad apples and they're gone. And finally, I think everybody's kind of jiving with Remax, yeah. with motto. Um But while we're signing the lease, franchise paid for trainings going on. It's a show. We're building it out. We spent hundred fifty plus building that thing out. Yeah, um, look, it looks great. Yeah, I love it, man. I mean, it doesn't help. It's huge. So that's part of the cost too. But yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, I get. Speaking of adversities, um, a brokerage, real estate brokers sends me a cease and desist letter. We're not even open yet. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, I was right. That's exactly how I felt. And um, I was scared. Man, this is after tons of money spent. We're fighting the state because this was another issue. I never understood it. I still didn't. Thankfully, the support from Direct the attorneys that got involved, so with the- Like
0: through the franchise you're saying? Yeah,
1: so it was like all over email. Yeah. How uh, we contacted our uh, clients. So because our DBA is Model Mortgage Direct, mm-hmm. LLC's Model Mortgage, our emails, because of it's a franchise, they want uni- uniformity, right? Everything okay. be uniform. It's just Ryan Kelly at modelmortgage.com. Okay. Well, because that's modelmortgage.com, but we're Model Mortgage Direct, it's like a fraudulent contact. Uh,
0: because of how the industry is regulated. Boom. Right. Which is heavily regulated. It is.
1: And so now I'm getting this letter. The state saying, well, you might not be able to open. Yeah. And I'm, we are yeah. plus thousand dollars into it. Into it, yeah. And now what? I signed a personal guarantee. I've got attorneys from uh, uh, LLC talking to me, the state talking to me. And then I get this real estate broker saying, hey, we don't want you here. Yeah. Because they were afraid we were recruiting mm-hmm. under the radar. Yeah. Um, and I was I was shook, man. I was like, oh man, like is this where it stops? Like, I'm growing too fast, or am I just not thinking correctly anymore? What am I doing, right? Because it was REMAX happened fast, title company happened fast, orange company happened, fa- all within five years.
0: Yeah. That's fast.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> and um, so we fought it. I knew it's and this is another thing, and I think it's probably part of the reason why you're in the position you are, and me hopefully getting there or my journey so far is like I know I was doing the right thing. There's nothing I was doing wrong, shady. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, I've, oh. I've, I've realized, i realized, came I don't know when or how, but I came to realize I'm like just bring it on, like I've got nothing to hide because,
0: because you knew you're doing the
1: right thing. You know. I didn't care, <laughs> right? And I think that's why I ended up doing, playing out the way it did.
0: That's uh. Well, one, so that's one of our um, core values, uh-huh. do the right thing. Pretty pretty simple thing to say. Pretty simple thing in general, but to execute, right. uh, not always. Uh, but it goes both ways. It goes in not cutting corners on like a quick sale, right. um, but also in situations. I, I'm, I'm bringing this up, and I won't go into too much of detail because mm-hmm. we're right in the thick of it, but we have uh, a, a couple legal things going right. on. Uh, you're, you're, I don't know if you guys have non-competes in your industry, but
1: there are, they're just, I mean, mm, it's silly, but yes,
0: same, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, um, you know, we, I mean, we do one, we, we respect them, you know, we respect, we don't want any companies trade secrets, but, um, you know, we have two situations and we're on both sides of the coin. Um, one with where we expanded and, um, I'll talk to you about it offline. Yeah. That, that expansion wasn't going ho- how we, we thought it was, you know, sometimes when you're half the country away, you don't always know what's going yeah, exactly. on. But, um, uh, so in, in that case, you know, we were taking the proper approach and mm-hmm. like, it, it comes down to doing the right thing. Uh, on the flip side, you know, we brought someone on who I highly respect and we're going through one. And, um, The whole role has been structured to to make sure they don't violate their Mm non-compete and um the uh former employer of his that's involved just really just doesn't like that he's working with us and that's all it comes down to and um i know that that will probably be going on for longer than it should be Mm -hmm. uh it's going to cost us a ton of money um but we made the commitment to that person, and that's just it. You and just said it at the of end of the thing, at right? the end of the day, and of course you get this l- stuff from the other legal side. It's like, oh, you have done? You're the worst person right. in the world, and we can literally look through that whole thing and say, absolutely zero thing on zero things on this twenty five page do- document or whatever it is are true. Right. So like, bring it on, but, and, <laughs> you and, and, know, and. That's and, Go you know, on. that could cost that that could cost a, a whole whole lot of money. I won't get into the yeah. I- exact amount, but, but a lot. But it comes down to what's the right thing. Right. You know, we made the commitment to this person. We knew this was probably coming. Mm-hmm. Now we got to see it through. We have nothing to hide. We'll, we'll give every document. We'll do whatever we can do to get it done and really in front of the judge. Like, we it to get in front of right. the judge because we haven't done anything wrong. Right. No, but, <laughs> it's,
1: and it's a good place to be. And... You know, I and and I'm sure in your industry too. There's a I, I'm not gonna say I know for a fact, but I assume and have seen slash heard some really shady stuff going on. And There can be. Yeah. Yeah. They'll win short term, but I think. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah. Right. And so me getting into all this stuff so quick, so fast, and much like you and what you've built. With or without people, whatever however it was, oh, you know.
0: it's absolutely. Right. You, you said it earlier, and that you can't do it without great teams no. and great great people. No, no nothing, nothing great happens without a great team, no, no matter what technology comes out.
1: No, that's very true. Because, um, and I forget where I was going with this, but part of that is like having a great team, Technology, like people still want personal experience, right? So, mm-hmm. as long as you have a good team around you, people that believe in what you believe in, and you treat them right and it's all cliche stuff and it seems so simple.
0: Yeah.
1: But, if everyone truly believed in or practiced it, there'd be more people sitting in your seat. More people sitting in my, you know what I mean? Like I think there's a a select few that actually practice what they preach and that's one of my biggest things with my mortgage company because it's so new. I'm a little harder on myself with that and I make sure that everything I tell them to do or ask them to do or wish that they would do, Mm -hmm. I show them I'm doing it. Yeah. Right. And I'm not even a loan officer. I can't write loans. I don't have a uh, originator license. Um, but part of that, and making sure you surround yourself with good people, is we have to be as good or better, twenty four seven.
0: Oh yeah, the spotlights on. Yeah, and it's rough,
1: man. So, like I said, this year is a little bit of a growth year for me. I'm going to take a hit on some personal business, but I'm hoping this risk will help in the long. And so what I do, and they're in my car right now. I print off everybody I work with their goals, and I carry around with them every day. Yeah. Katie Wrights, Kevin Callenders, Jeff Brenners, get like all. Of them. Yeah. And I'll call them out. What did you do today? This is what you told me you want. Yeah. What are you doing today? Nothing. Okay. Good luck. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, mm-hmm. I don't say nothing, but that's but that's the thought process, right? But that's yeah, but if thing you're
0: thing. not doing something every day towards your goals, you're you're not going to get to the No, goals. not at
1: all. So, but the onus is on us as mm-hmm. owners, as managers, as whatever that do care. Mm-hmm. You should be carrying around their goals every day, yeah, right? Yeah, because it's only going to benefit me. So, when you see them slacking or whatever, and I send them emails, I said, I sent them an email the other day. I said, Before you call me complaining about something, check off these 10 15 things. And if you did every single one of these things today, then we'll talk. And I don't mean that in a mean way, it's like complaining about not having enough business or complaining about whatever the case may be. Okay, well how many realtors you call
0: today? Yeah. Did you do the um, habits that you need to do to be successful? Bingo.
1: How many realtors did you call today? How many lunch appointments did you call today? How many past clients you talked to? How many handwritten notes you sent out how, like all the basic stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you did do all of that, then let's figure out why. You know, it might just be a bad time, which is fine. Sure. It happens in the business. But you know, you have to be able as a leader push your people in the right direction. right within reason, push them hard
0: i i couldn't couldn't agree more Mm -hmm. so i think that's something that um i i've really had to evolve in in that area um and it's gone like back and forth where like early on in my career I, i i was probably pretty good at pushing people right but the way that i but the approach um was not always the best, mm-hmm. especially if I didn't know them as well personally, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then did some reflection on that, flipped it completely the other way and held nobody accountable. Or, you, you know, I uh, I chose harmony over conflict is, is what I like to call it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not being a leader ever. Um, At all. You got to be comfortable with conflict um, and challenging people on the daily Mm -hmm. and uh because
1: my my, that to your point right there challenging if you didn't care you wouldn't do it but that's
0: and you just said the key word you do it because you care right you do it because you understand what their goals are uh and what it's going to take for them to reach those goals whether that's monetary growth in a a job it it could be something that's not monetary too but like they're not putting in the work to, to get there.
1: Mm-hmm. They're not going to get there. So I, I have a question for you that us flipped the script because I struggle with this. And I think people who care about who's in their circle, whether it be in a company or a friend mm-hmm. or whatever, like, like when, what do you do mm-hmm. or when do you feel as though like once you start feeling like you want it more than them, like how, mm-hmm. do you, how do you deal with that? Because I've had dealt with that before. It's like, man, why am I stressing out so much? Yeah. If they don't want it as bad as I do, and I should, it should never get to, that. I tell them often, like, yeah. it should never be to the point where, like, I'm going to push you, I may seem I want this more than you, but I should never feel yeah. that I want this more than you, because then it's kind of like, why am I wasting my time? Sure. Right? And I don't mean that in a negative, a negative way, it's just, but that's kind of the yeah. feeling, right?
0: Yeah, so I guess I'm going to answer that in, in a couple different ways, because it's something that I I think about a lot, mm-hmm. I, I look at it from different angles. Um I think it's different with different people, um, and it's still a little little bit of like I'm figuring this out too because there's 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 context to this stuff. So mm-hmm. even when I say this, or someone listens to it. Like you got to evaluate this on your own situations. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't expect, and I did I did at one point. So let me clarify that to start. Mm-hmm. But I don't expect anyone in our, our company to work as hard as me or care as much as me Um, because they they shouldn't necessarily I want them to Mm -hmm. and if they do I will guarantee you if they stick with it long term they're going to be a millionaire they'll probably end up running one of our companies and be a partner in one of our companies as we continue to grow but I what you can't what I personally don't feel comfortable doing is like dangling that carrot in front of everyone because it has to come from like a natural organic place Mm -hmm. um so, my expectations are a level lower, but if they're willing to come that high, man, are we going to do special things together. Yeah, we're gonna special uh, man, we're going to do some really special things. And um, the people that understand that that doesn't happen over like three months, a year, even two or three years, like we're talking, like I'm talking about like do that for a decade hmm. and you're going to look up and you're going to be, you're going you're going to be shocked. What? And, um, one, that'll be cool. But the relationship that that builds, you, you know, that, that, huge. that becomes your family, right? Oh, absolutely. that becomes maybe even tighter than, than some of your more extended, like for me, at least extended family. Like I, I had Fletcher on the, the, the other, yeah. the other week and like, we've been at this for nine years together. And like our, we're bonded in a way that like I can't even explain because right. it's it's bonded through achievement, um, failures, I'm failures, sure. yeah, so I mean, just yeah, a ton yeah. of adversity, trust, right. uh, and having that pay off, having it not work out, what mm-hmm. with the with the best intentions, and you mix all that together, and as you hit different marks, like man, it's it's just it's the most amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want everyone to to come up that level and work like that because i i know what's on the other side of doing that consistently uh and i my number one i I was i was loving that you carry the people's goals around i carry them in my computer uh we have have vision sheets for everybody um and i don't have them for every single person in my we have them for every single person in our company but we scaled it out somewhat where i don't have i don't look at everyone's every days but anyone that's uh, I'm communicating with on like a one-on-one scenario like I have them I know them we're talking about them I'm gonna challenge them on that stuff and uh it, it's, it's cool to hear you do that yeah
1: and, and to, the, to that point like <clears throat> people like take that extra step mm-hmm. it's not hard to do no but like you know I, there's a couple really, I know I know everybody wants to do well but mm-hmm. also and I maybe was kind of realizing this too uh, as you were speaking is I I gotta be okay with and I've heard it on podcasts. This isn't me just yeah. creating this epiphany, but it's like it's true, you gotta be okay with people being okay with making less than you think you want to make or doing less. Yeah. Or you know, it's like as long as they're working hard, it's it's a, but I also think it's like a very well, tight rope. So too, so here's you know? what
0: so that that's part one. Here's right. part two of what I'm gonna say on this, and I, I still don't have this perfect, but here's what I come up with. Uh, cause I, I wrestle with this. I'm like, okay, I used to be, I want everyone, I want everyone to work just as hard as me cause I'm so passionate right. about this and I'm so mm-hmm. empowered, you know, coming from a point where I had six bucks to my name mm-hmm. to, to what this is and don't come from money or anything mm-hmm. like that and be able to create, you know, this kind of opportunity. I right. mean, that's our mission. Right. And, and then like to be able to do that, like I want that deeply to my bones mm-hmm. for other people. Yeah. Um, but here's, here's what I've learned on the other side of that. Let's say someone isn't there. Mm. Um, I've become okay with that. Uh, but here's what that looks like. I'm okay with that. And when I first thought that, I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna, we're not going to hit our growth goals or we're not going to be able to do this. Right. Um, we're not going to be able to scale. And it's actually it's actually the inverse of that. If I'm trying to push every single person that way... We're never going to be able to add all the unique talent, strengths, and different types of people that we need. So, what I really need to focus on is setting a standard for certain roles within a company. Setting minimum expectations. Um, we call them rocks, but like found foundational right. like achievements that people need to hit as as their like standard for for growth, mm-hmm. uh, because those things are we're just going to help. The, the company grow. Um, and what, what I, so we, we do that. And so if I have to have a conversation with someone that I, they're only going to work 40 hours a week, like, cool. Like, what are they doing within that 40 hours? And how do we get them to this where they're productive in their role? Here's my hope. N- number one, we're either going to have a great team member, mm-hmm. um, and someone that is contributing and hopefully other people can model. to to get to that level because like our minimum expectations are still very high Mm -hmm. right but like when I sit down with that person I'm not going to hold them to the standard of working a 100 hours a week uh, doing all kinds of things for personal development all that I'm going to encourage the personal development I'm going to encourage them uh, to commit to what they're able to commit to Mm. so at minimum, like you gotta work forty hour, hours a week right. with us.
1: So I think if I'm following you correctly, you can extract yeah. a hundred percent of those forty hours.
0: I, I th- that's what we're really yeah. gonna start to push with that person. And then here's what I'm hoping is, is they hit their minimum expectations. For most people, for most people, even you, you and I, mm-hmm. you, you know, um, there's an evolution a- as you get those wins. You you start to your vision can start to compound and stack and your confidence in yourself. So what I'm... At a minimum level, I need to get someone to those expectations. But here's what I'm hoping happens for them. Knowing that I can't push them at this ultimate level that I would love to to, to push everyone at. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that as they achieve some of these things, that their confidence in themselves and their vision for their future expands in some way, shape, or form. And then soak, that push can also evolve. So that's my goal, mm-hmm. um, but it, it's really those two things. Either I have someone that we can go like full out on that, or at least I'll call it like 85, 90%, mm-hmm. or we have someone that we gotta uh, bring along. They're a great person, they, got f- the talent, they, right? they fit the culture, they mm-hmm. have the talent, maybe they do some unique different things, mm-hmm. they take a different approach. We gotta get them productive in their time uh, and help them hit those achievements. And then really talk to them about what their next level goals are. What you come to realize is maybe some of those people um, don't ever have that evolution because those things that they want to do, those goals are outside of a uh, uh, the the work side of things, outside of monetary things. Or, or maybe they have their own goals uh, in and of themselves on right. doing things in, in business or, or whatever it may be. But like. They got to get to that minimum expectation. I'm hoping for that organic growth and development on on what they believe they're capable of, and that's what happens a lot. Um, and then you got that other tier, but that's like your top ten percent tier, and we want as many top tier talent people as we can get. But there's a reason there's a top tier, and there's this huge. Call it 50, 60%, 60% mm-hmm. gap. What, what we want is as, min, as much of the top 10% as we can get. Mm-hmm. We want, call it the other um, 80% in the middle. Mm-hmm. We, we want to try and help push that 80% up towards the top or at least be the best version of themselves. Mm-hmm. And then we want to cut out the, the bottom yeah. 10%. Well, it's smart because
1: <laughs> the, the organic growth like you're talking about, it's twofold, right? You, you see somebody succeed what makes you feel good. You know, they reap the benefit, you reap the benefit, and then they get to that top 10%. They're probably there for life. Right? Yeah. They've been through it. They've seen the culture. They've helped grow. Sure. They've helped grow the company. Now they're in that top 10%. Yeah. life, goals are achieved. Like, it's smart. It's, mm-hmm. And it's, and I think I personally feel the same way. And I think everybody should. Because it goes back to what we were talking about prior to going on. It's like, once you kind of get to that top level, wherever it is for you, like I said, in your kitchen, like, turn around. Help set yeah, up. Right? Exactly. And that's how you get that organic growth, and people want to be be able to achieve better things sure. as they start seeing things yeah. click, right?
0: And that's what I love. Like, we're, we were talking about that before we got on, and uh, that's what I'm pa- – for what we do, that's what I'm passionate about because mm-hmm. um, I think it's all on how you repurpose stuff, but, like, I – truly believe that I'm put here on this earth first you gotta go achieve some stuff yourself and uh, I think I've said this maybe on one episode before but like I was you know Levin was this person for you that this mentor and I've had some good mentors in my life but like I before I got into recruiting before I knew what I wanted to do I remember being like 18 19 and man I wish I could find someone that would basically like I'm going to go work with them. They're going to show me something and I'll they they're going to teach me how to do it. And I'm oh, going to wow. run through a wall for yeah. them. Like and I never like fully found that, but I found some really good people that that um, were good mentors. Mm-hmm. But um you know what what I've realized is like okay, as I've gone through this process, like I think what, what God was showing me is like what you're craving so much is like that's like I I'm being my best version of myself mm-hmm. when I'm, I'm understanding that that's who I'm supposed to be for other people, right. and that I'm focused on that. And regardless of what good or bad things happen to a day, that like in a day, that like that's the focus. And right. when, when we have people achieve, uh, in the organization or outside, but specifically in, because those are people you're pouring into, like that is. I mean I'm am a money motivated person. Mm-hmm. I may I'm a growth oriented person and you are too. Yeah. I, I can totally I oh, yeah. wrote it down. I can totally tell you have a need for growth. Yeah. Um and so we're alike like that. But there's nothing that energizes me more than seeing these things click for for other See people,
1: people um,
0: and hit these next levels. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Man, like that that is what we're doing. That that's what that's what our mission is. That, that's exactly what we want to be all about, and, uh,
1: and I I'm I getting goosebumps thinking about because I think part of my success, and you just attributed it to yours is <clears throat> it's a the w- difference uh, careers. But like mm-hmm. when when you know my friends, my re- the realtors at work at Eclipse, like when they get a listing or they sell, they you know they hit their personal goals or like the loan the loan officers at, at Direct, and you know <clears throat> they're Beating out people and it's like I get fired up for that stuff. Like yeah. it's awesome. Like it's you know it's and it's, and it's and it's always like the little stuff too. Like that yep. makes things happen. The little stuff, but you know when when uh, Lindsay Broadwell she used to work with us um, when she hit her career high uh, sale. It was like two point three one sale. Wow. i couldn't I, w- I couldn't be more happy for it yeah like that was a cool i had nothing to do with it yeah like the way our structure set up i wasn't making any money off of this yeah. I feel like I, but I was just fired up Because yeah. that was the coolest thing for her in her life at that yeah. point in time what, a, a, what a rush girl. for her awesome, yeah. right? and then even with my guys and now girls at mono direct like when they're beating out people on rates and mm-hmm. um you know they're getting deals and winning conversations with other realtors and they're finding out how well they are how how well they do and how good our company is. Like, Mm -hmm. that stuff rocks. Like, them winning gets me fired up. It doesn't matter what it is. When they hit something or hit a goal or they win a realtor or a deal, like, holy cow, man. Because I know they feel good, which makes me feel good. Yep. Right?
0: Yeah, man. That's, uh, I'd like to call it like, uh, when you can see that, that that shift happen. Mm -hmm. And and the thing about the shift is it happens before you can see it. Mm -hmm. Because, we've been talking a lot about habits and that's, that's by design. You have to, it doesn't just like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna go sell that 2.3 million dollar oh. property. Ah, like, shit, like outside of like, okay, you might as well, you have as good a chance to go win the lottery mm-hmm. as <laughs> something yeah. like that. But like, you watch someone start to do the right things and it doesn't pay off for them in that moment. But because you've achieved that way, mm-hmm. you can see it coming. Oh yeah. And uh, it's our job to really be on uh, on that for like encouragement and like, to, hey, you're on the right track. On the right track, and, and and then to see that actually pay off and come to fruition, is there's. I mean, I I was never into drugs or, or mm-hmm. anything, but um, it's like the ultimate high. Oh yeah, it's it's the ultimate. No, high. It, it
1: is, and, it's, and and going back to like being in the positions that we are. It's like it's it's that's a heavy place to be though too. Oh yeah, I'm because it it people's it, heads up, it goes the other
0: way when. Yeah. You f- you feel it when uh, when something doesn't work out, or when something's struggling, or mm-hmm. when you know you're making a new new push. Uh, you know you got all this new stuff going on. We have mm-hmm. some new stuff going on. I know very well. New means fail forward <laughs> yeah. almost, almost all the time. 100%. And uh, but um, it, it's just it's just a part of it. That yeah. th- that's what makes. Those wins and and working through that so much sweeter is having the backstory, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, uh, having read the the novel, you know, prior of all the all the failures and false starts and things that it took to get there.
1: You know, just had something that won all the time. It would be great for them and maybe you as the company owner, but they like to get old fast. But it's but they having the backstory, having the motivational talks and the you know the one on ones and maybe not so great conversations sometimes yeah, the, really the challenging things. moments yeah, <laughs> it's a heavy place to be and that's why I always laugh you know when people i've had conversations with people not everybody but they're like man i can't believe you do what you're doing mm-hmm. um you know it's you 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 motivate me this and the third which i kind of like get awkward about, because I'm like, yeah, like, if you only knew sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm driving to work, and I right. got my own battles going <laughs> yeah, out of my head, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah.
1: Um, but, you know, that's, that conversation gets awkward, and, and, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's nice, but, um, man, I had a really good point, uh, I screwed myself up, but, <laughs> um, but anyway, so, you know, having I, that, having y- those, you
0: were saying people... Saying you're, you're motivational or telling you you're helping them out, right. but you're still thinking, in your Trying head like, I'm still so struggling right, with exactly. this dude.
1: Um, uh, shoot, man, I had a really good point and I lost it. Um, that's all right, I'll, I'll think of it. Um, but yeah, so I mean, those conversations are great, um, and they do mean a lot to me, and it does fire me up. And like I said, being in that position to have those encouraging talks, like, I meet with some of these viewers one on one each week, yeah. Um, I know, and that goes back to what I was saying earlier. Is like I know I'm gonna take a hit on some personal business mm-hmm. this year, and I'm okay. I've come across with it. I'm okay, yeah. right? Because you're focused more
0: on growing other people, the team, and right?
1: Exactly, and it's and that's and right. I know long run because mm-hmm. I'm not in this to do it for two years and bounce, right? Correct. I know it's gonna be very helpful, and not only that, you know, it's it's a win-win. You come closer with the people around you. you, maybe make new friends that you might not have thought you clicked as well with, like you, you just don't know. that's just a huge part in any business. And, and it's thankfully taking me a short amount of time mm-hmm. to really realize that. Yeah, Because before I thought it was just cool, I own these businesses. Oh, that's what I remember now. So I love saying, you know, people are like, oh, you, it's, you got everything going on, everything's great. You got a nice car, your mm-hmm. house is pretty, wife, you kids, all that. And um, I'm like, yeah, it's really cool owning these companies, but it's not fun. Yeah. It's cool to say you do. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's great to say you do, right? It's a big weight, too. It's heavy, man, yeah. because you got you your family to feed. Mm-hmm. You have employees, friends to feed. Everybody I work with is my friends, right? Mm-hmm. Back at the Mono Direct, everybody that works on that roof knew each other before they got in this industry, too, yeah. which is cool, right? So, But that's heavy, because now I got to make sure they can get fed. These yeah. people can get fed. I get fed last. Yeah, like, Every time. Yep. When we started... Um, uh, yeah, and max. sometimes
0: you're like, shoot, did I just put my own family right. in. Right, room? exactly. It's heavy, man. <laughs> yeah. But but it's yeah. one
1: thing, you know, I part maybe part of like the military stuff for me, and I think it is, I was gonna say part, but like leaders eat last. Like, yeah. I was a senior line corpsman, I was head guy for the me- for our medical team there. Yeah. I ate last. Every time my Marines ate first. Mm-hmm. I never once got from them. Ever, ever, ever. And so part of that um has still been ingrained with me. And even with Remax, when we were getting close to not being able to pay people because we got bills and no deals are coming mm-hmm. through, but we got royalties, and it, like I I would go months without paying myself, yeah. Months, I still do, but for a different reason, yeah. Um, it's a cheating way for me to save money, basically. Sure. So I'll go four or five months without taking a paycheck, not because mm-hmm. we can't, but I just like, oh, I don't have it, I can't spend it, yeah. Then it's nice, right? So, yeah. but in the beginning, it was because, oh crap, right? So, but either way, I made you Leaders eat last. And that's one huge thing. I think yep. everybody that either starts a company or starts, I don't care what it is, like, make sure your people are fed.
0: Yep. All the time. you got—you got to take care of your people. I have to. And that's got to be first.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I did it 100% all the time, but, I, but that was always on my mind. Mm-hmm. And um, even still is today. Like, you know, we have a big team at our Waterford location, uh, Katie Wright team. Mm-hmm. They kill it, man. Yeah, but every day, hey, how can I help you? Just tell me, give give me something to do, right? And she's she's got her her ship's tight, like she's got her things, she's got it rolling, right? Yeah. So, but it's not the point. It's like you still have to be there, even if she says no. It's like no, you can I can do. Can I print something for you? Can yeah. I, whatever, you need coffee? Like it doesn't matter, um, because even those little things mean something to them. Mm-hmm. It might not at that point in time, but then sure. go back. Oh man, that was nice that he did that. He didn't have to do that, right? Yep. And it's um. And doing it for the right intentions, like, it just makes everything jive. But, but like I said, it's it's fun saying I have all this stuff going on, but it's much like you, it's heavy, man. I go home, and I'm just like, ugh.
0: Yeah, and you said it, and you hope not to feel this way all the time, mm-hmm. but, like, uh, you go through those, I won't even call them moments, because they're probably periods, because mm-hmm. that, that's the thing. Like, it's not, it's not just a moment, necessarily. Like, you might fight these battles for weeks months Mm -hmm. quarters maybe even years Mm -hmm. you know in some instances but uh to take on too much at once like are we going too fast like man i I still think (laughs) yeah
1: like and we're doing good yeah right i mean
0: well i i have i had the exact same thing um and it comes and goes and as we try new stuff and the more we have going on uh that is like new or developing Mm -hmm. Um, The more that, that questioning comes in as, and it, and as it's not all clicking. <laughs> I
1: think this is why, because then you yourself started to spread thin, mm-hmm. right? Because when we first opened Motto, I was focused there, and mm-hmm. then Remax kind of slipped. And I was like, yeah. oh crap. And then this is so it's like finding balance, spreading thin. And then, like, as you're being spread thin, am I doing the right thing? Are we moving, like you said, are we mm-hmm. moving too fast? Am I spending enough money? Am I, yeah. Should I stop spending the money? What? No. Right. And so, and this is, these are conversations I have every day and I thankfully I have really good people around me that I trust and I appreciate their opinions. And or sometimes would be like, dude, stop being a baby. Yeah. But like, <laughs> that's serious. You know I mean? And sometimes you need that. Like, yeah. Sometimes you just need it. And, um, but it can, it can get pretty dicey, man. And then, like I said, from the outside looking in, like everything looks great, but yeah, it, and everything is great. But it's all mental. Mm-hmm. Like it's, these are the scenarios I'm running through my head. It's not necessarily what's going to happen or what is happening. It's like, you know, you wake up one day, you have a bad day, and like, oh, forget it, sure, uh, whatever. You know what I mean? And then some days it's like, oh, I want to grow. How do I do this? Should I spend money here? Do I should do this? Like, it's 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 a hectic place to be in my brain sometimes.
0: <laughs> so I wanted to ask you a question. Yeah. I know I was going to ask you this, but like we're talking around this, uh, just perspective and. As things come up uh, dealing with adversity or mm-hmm. we're just working through different things um, w- with your role in, in the military specifically I guess when, when you were over in Afghanistan mm-hmm. is there anything that helps like put how great things <laughs> things are into perspective if you can kind of like take yourself back to that and some of the things that you've seen because I mean not everyone's been in that scenario um, yeah. it's like man some of our problems, very people would. Minuscule. Exactly. Right. And so does that. No, that's. And I don't right. want to make light of it, but no, no. But 100%. does does right. that does that help you at all to be able to go back to that and be like, man, yeah. like. It,
1: it's it's very helpful when I can get in that position. Sometimes it's hard for me to get there, though. Right, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Sometimes I'm like, oh, this sucks. Everything sucks, and
0: like,
1: mm-hmm. I, I lost a list, and then and then I'm like, and I'm hearing myself talk. Yeah. And I'm like really. That's what you're complaining about today. You got gas in your car, your kids' bellies are full. Like, it's not that. You have all, all, the all time. your limbs. Right, <laughs> And that's absolutely true. And so, I do reflect on that often. Um, there was a couple guys in my battalion um, that don't have legs and they don't have arms and they're beat up and, like, just not good. And that was. That was rough, and I'm, but I'm, but I'm thinking to myself like, look, at, I love my house, mm-hmm. I love my, like I don't have a third of the problem these guys have. Yeah, you know what I mean, and I, and I, am just specifically talking about military because it's brought up, but you can turn that and look at anybody. Like I don't yeah. know what battles you're facing today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know mine. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I i am i do not care about sharing. I think it's good for everybody to talk and get it off your chest. But absolutely, like when I was over there place smelled, they couldn't read, like, like they, they use feces and urine mm-hmm. to build their homes, like, it's a real thing, you yeah. know what I mean, it's it's crazy, it's biblical times, really, Jeez. and and then, you know, I come home, and I'm bitching about having no gas in my range rover, like, <laughs> come on, you know what I mean, like, there's a lot of things, I that forgot stop. to stop and get <laughs> <gas>. <laughs> right yeah. you know, so it's like, there's a lot of times I, I do need to, I take a breath, and I'm like, Ryan, like, it's gonna be alright, like, sure put things in perspective the trouble though is getting to be able to yeah that to get breath, to, to that, that space out because it, it it truly does put you in a little better mood too yeah or it should yeah you know what i mean it like puts a lot
0: in perspective yeah I mean. man
1: so so i do i do it as much as i can um but i also think being competitive yeah it's hard to get there because it's like I, that, it's like who gives a shit you know what i mean like I've got this problem. I need to deal with it. Mm-hmm. It's not going well. What am I doing wrong? What are they doing? Like, and then, but to pump the brakes a little bit and try mm-hmm. to get in that perspective role. Yeah, it's tough.
0: Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. I I've worked it into my because I I have a hard time getting there too. So mm-hmm. I worked it into my habits. Um, so I do it in the shower. Mm-hmm. So it's like all right, I'm gonna shower every day. But I I go through. I don't have that experience, mm-hmm. but like I'm. Whenever I think about that, it just blows my mind, like, what our soldiers do right. do for the country. And, like, you look at some man. of the things that people complain about or even have the opportunity to argue about on the internet and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, like, words. We're, we, we sh- we're so in- indebted to uh, the people that fight for this country. Oh, yeah. So I think about that. And then the other big one, uh, it's just, I mean cancer in general but 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 kids that end up sick mm-hmm. um man, i mean just
1: that's one thing that'll drop me to my knees yeah. kids getting sick dude it's, yeah. it's tough but anyway, start going.
0: And, and so you know that's something that that me and my wife uh what we talked about this year we're gonna start donating quite a bit more nice. i don't know if we're gonna end up doing saint jude's or what i mean we already have our stuff but we're not doing anything with like childhood cancer yeah. and that's something that we're both like starting to become more passionate about maybe it's because we have a a daughter now but Mm -hmm. it's just like man dude I I wouldn't wish that on any family any any little kid uh it's just like man that just puts so much in perspective it's like man you got your health you got your family you got all this good stuff going for you and that's the uh but that's why I struggle with it Mm -hmm. too uh, and have to do that pretty much daily is because um I am so competitive and, um, want to get better mm-hmm. and, um,
1: shower is a dangerous place. Right? <laughs> <It's, you laughs> yeah. Yeah. There. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, so it's, uh, it's interesting cause it's a, like, I, I can get to that place of gratitude pretty much every day now. And there's days where I, I don't do it and I, I can feel the, the effect or yeah. like, but, um, like there's this other side that's like, you want to be advancing. You, you want to be progressing. You want to be growing. Tasmanian devil, man. That's yeah. what I thought
1: I was like just go around, just ripping things up—not physically, but just like building things fast. can. Like, yeah. Make them awesome. You know, it's it's yeah. tough.
0: So, um, as as you're not achieving those, that that's when it's toughest for, for me, at least. Mm-hmm. But um, what I can c- continue to go back to is that through uh, through any of those moments where things aren't clicking like as you figure those out you get better and um without those moments you don't get to those next levels of growth for you and specifically for others like as like what we're talking yeah. about and like you can go out and be a great real estate agent or a great salesperson in right. general like but that's only going to take you so far uh, man but when you can develop other people and Jeez. build a community and a movement and uh bring other people along in that. Yeah. Um, one, it's just extremely rewarding. And two, like, ultimately, like, that's what's going to take you to that next mm-hmm. level, too. No, it's true, man. And, like,
1: so. yeah, I, like, and more, more so, like, when I go into work, yeah. when I go to the Morris Direct or Estates or uh, any of the clips, like, I feel good about it. Yeah. Like, I, feel, like I, I, that was one thing, too, and we've had some bad apples and, that just didn't maybe necessarily click or mm-hmm. just weren't driving, and I didn't like going to work. Like you know what I mean. So like I so I it was also another thing I wanted to make sure that like when I went in, I wanted to be, I wanted to be
0: there. and right? you want to be around the people that are there. Right, and, you know, and, and it's and important.
1: That's, that's a, it's huge because the people seeing you enjoying being there, and caring about what they did, and the vacation they went on, and how their kids do, it. like that seems so minuscule.
0: It ma- it, but it matters. It's, it's, every, it's, it's everything. Blood. Your your relationships are everything.
1: Right. And then I'll <laughs> ask about work. But like I, I I truly think going in there and the first words out of your mouth, how's your day? And like really, don't be superficial about yeah. it. Dig. Until they tell you to go away. Because you know I, mean? like, <laughs> I want to know what's going on in their lives. Why? Yeah. Because maybe I can help. Yep. Or maybe I can call my buddy. Or maybe I can call this person and yeah. hook him up with something. You can it's add some value. to the, yeah. Right? And so... It's not just a one way street, like it's it like you said, you gotta build up everybody.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, we're coming off. we're probably over time. Yeah. I've, I've Sorry, enjoyed not No about dude, that. I've <laughs> enjoyed it. Is there I wanted to make sure you had the chance to talk on anything that you yeah. wanted to talk Thank on you. specifically. Thank so is there anything that, that you wanted to uh, to go over? Well, or, or to let people
1: know? Not really. I I just you know, me personally, um, looking back on the small amount of time I've been creating this, um, I couldn't do it by myself, right? And I know we've talked about it, but I think Mm at one point I want to drive home is if you can help somebody, even if it's pushing their car off the side of the road, do it, right? So, um, and I I heard something the other day, um, which I thought was pretty cool, made me think for a minute and I'm not, I don't get too sappy unless I'm with my daughters but I thought about this <laughs> my daughter do- yeah daughters make a change oh, a yeah. whole <laughs> oh, yeah. but um but someone said you know what if the, what if everybody started thinking with their heart mm-hmm. how different would this place be and then and if you really stop and think about it mm-hmm. and, you, and wrapping in helping people like it could be crazy different right mm-hmm. so I try to as much as I can help people um with anything and it's a very broad statement but I mean it. if I can pick somebody up from the airport if I can you know give them a listing because they're struggling like I do it does, you just got to do it um, because it will come back tenfold I'm living proof of it yeah and the guy that helped me is living proof of it you yeah. know what I mean so yeah, it's like absolutely. It's, it's, it's so do the right thing mean what you say say what you mean and uh, it's amazing what will come into your life
0: When you live by that kind of code. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah. It's incredible. And you know, so far, knock on wood, everything, you know, it's it's working out, but like I said, I couldn't do it alone. So and if and I'll wrap it up by saying this, helping people, good people around you, which then help you, that's why I'm able to do the things I'm able to do, same with you. So if everybody was bad, like it wouldn't work. So
0: I I agree. Yeah. So man, Ryan, thanks for coming on. Thank you, sir. Um, Dude, I, I clearly, I, have enjoyed it. <laughs> Uh-oh. I, mean, I could keep going, but, man, but I know you gotta get out of here. Um, but yeah, no,
1: again, thank you. Like I appreciate it. Like on any platform, um, you know, uh, it's 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 nice to be able to kind of share my story because it is a little unique. And I there's some other things that we kind of miss, but I know we've run out of time. But but thank you. Seriously. I'd
0: like to uh, well, one to go off what you said. If, if I mean now, like I consider us friends. Absolutely. Uh,
1: well, we know enough about Yeah, And,
0: you know, I, I love meeting like-minded people. Yeah. Um, I'm really glad we got connected. And if there's anything that we can con- continue to do to help you, Absolutely. I definitely want to do that. Um, so, you let me know.
1: Absolutely. You
0: got my number. Yes. I'm going to have your cell number. Yeah. I was messaging you on Instagram this <laughs> morning. I don't <laughs> yeah. think you got them. But, uh, yeah. uh, so, I'll get that stored. But uh, thank you, man. Absolutely. I, I really appreciate it. And um, I, I'd love to have you back on. Because that's part of this is yeah. uh, have people come back, get updates, and uh,
1: see the progression. Yeah, you man, see
0: man. the progression. Absolutely. So uh, I'd more, thank I'd you, love dude. i to do that. Awesome. All right, man. Thank you so much.